chaos is everywhere. Buddy. Howdy. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Nice to hear it. Well, everybody else, welcome to Chaos and Ringside. I am your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, who is basically the Elias to my um, uh, Ezekiel, I think. What the fuck is his name? Whatever. I don't know why I'm trying to make a WWE reference. Well, we're going to start by talking about them, and I've been seen a lot of videos about the stuff they're doing it's actually one of the few entertaining things i've seen on their tv as far as i can tell uh, anywho um that would be Artie vice anywho okay so yeah like i said i figured get the WWE stuff out of the way because there's been a lot of weird news um just going in order of like importance, like from least to most, I think, or as far as like real world importance. Uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Uh, everybody in the world seems to agree that that's just fucking stupid, but good for them, I guess. Uh, I guess it was uh, uh, audible because Randy got hurt, but at the same time, I'm like, you couldn't have thought of any other audible. Had to do that for the 80th time. Okay. Anywho, uh, next up would be Sasha being released by WWE. Um, this is pretty big news, but I don't think it's going to really affect the wrestling world. It might affect WWE's women division a lot, but yeah. it's not going to affect the wrestling world because I don't think that's where she's going. I think she's going to go off to Hollywood and oh, know, yeah. try her hand at that. So. Probably. Yeah. I mean, she uh, might as well. I mean. Yeah. No, she did really good in The Mandalorian. I'm sure there's a lot of doors open for her. Yeah. Um, she would be a, she'd be a good addition to AEW's roster. I just don't think that's where her mindset's going to be going forward. So yeah, that's and uh, which I think is fair. I mean, she's let's, I mean, she's related to Snoop Dogg. She's got plenty of like Hollywood connections that she can that she can take advantage of, even without like even without being in the WWE. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's all fair. And um, then the last thing, obviously, the really big thing, uh, the whole fucking Vince McMahon saga. Uh, so far, my favorite part is that because Vince McMahon allegedly paid $3 million to hush up whatever this affair was, that uh, he actually paid more money for that than he did for WCW. So the thing going around the internet is that he paid more for sex than WCW. <laughs> so I thought that was yeah really funny. His appearance on SmackDown was just like the weirdest, most tone deaf thing. I don't I don't know who told him that was a good idea in the middle of what's going on. Probably nobody. Uh, Probably no. Yeah. Well, I take that back. Probably all of his yes men. Yeah, Lauren is like there. Yeah, that seems like a great idea, boss. Go yeah, basically. It. Um, yeah, it was it was probably his idea. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if his mindset was like, oh, I'm going to show everyone that, like, basically, like, wrestling fans still love me, even if I, like, go, even if, like, this stuff is out or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dutch Mantel, um, who played, uh, uh, what the hell? I I remember his uncle Zeke, but he has he had a different name. I can't remember at the moment. He was the Jack Swagger manager, mm-hmm. uh, somebody that's a little bit uh, younger than me. Um, he said basically the idea was Vince coming out and doing that was for him to say that he's going to fight it, and blah. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to go anywhere. That he's planning on fighting this and being back to being CEO eventually. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I could definitely see Vince thinking that that's the appropriate way to make that sort of comment. Um, the overall situation, like, he's had other accusations before that kind of got washed under the rug. Uh, around the steroid trail, uh, trial, there were some accusations from former Ring Boys about inappropriate behavior. Uh, I think the first ever female commentator, like in the 80s, said that he, like, forced her to do stuff. 
at I one mean, point. I, I think, and I hate saying it like this, because it by no means do I think anything, any of this stuff is like okay. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, and I think it's similar to the whole Ric Flair thing. Uh, who, who the fuck is actually surprised? Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. I'm not, the thing that actually surprises me is not that it's happening. It's that it's coming out now and not like at the height of like the Attitude Era when yeah. like it was like the biggest it's ever been. Basically, yeah. well, like my my mindset is like when I hear when I heard about all this, like the first thing that popped in my head was, and <laughs> like of course, yeah, it's like yeah, uh, no shit. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah. My biggest surprise that he paid money to hush it up. Yeah, that's true. Vince McMahon, it's like who cares? Like he, he, he was. I'm surprised it's not like he wasn't like gloating over it or something. I'm surprised there aren't more allegations. To be honest with you, like this sort of more. But um, yeah. So I don't like. I'm not going to really follow it. Um, if this is the way that he ends up leaving power in the company, it's probably a good thing for the company. Because uh, it'll probably lead to a sale of the company to somebody yeah. that might actually, you know, give a shit about what... An early sale to Disney. Right. Disney, uh, Universal, I don't really care at this point. I feel like it can it'll be Disney. a better job at this point. No, it'll, it'll definitely be Disney. And then we get to see Darth Vader come to the ring and help Roman Reigns Against Brock Lesnar in their next match, so that'll be exactly. Fun. <laughs> oh, that'll be perfect. Uh, I want to make fun of that more, but that was me literally just one to one Sting, Ric Flair, uh, RoboCop. Like it was yep. literally a one to one in my brain. <laughs> also, really quick, I just wanted to also point out that apparently, <clears throat> I kind of feel bad for Steph. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. she has she's basically taken over for for Vince while this stuff is happening. Uh-huh. And like she was like going on vacation, basically. Yeah, she had like stepped down from the company before this yeah. happened. Like she uh, was, yeah, she was basically going on vacation, essentially. I mean, not really vacation, vacation, but you know what I mean. She was like taking a break, basically, and it sounded like basically being like around her family and stuff more. Right. And I mean, now this happens. Yeah. <laughs> Another part of the story that was like, and uh, was when they came out that Linda and Vince have not been living together for years. I'm like, duh. And yeah, no, no, no kidding. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So loving, supportive relationship. My whole life has been a lie. Yeah, right. I, Jesus, like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so those are the three really big things in WWE. I don't really have more to say about it. Um, you know what? I bet the only people who are surprised about this is like non wrestling fans. Yeah, I would. Yeah, people that are on the fringe or non wrestling <laughs> fans would be like, "Oh, that's that's so weird." But it's yeah, not. I bet real wrestling fans hear this and are like, "Yeah, no shit." Yeah, like you, wrestling especially is your personality turned up to eleven. And if you've seen half of the shit that he's done over the years, it's like there was there's so much smoke there had to be fire somewhere. Yeah. Like, like he was too comfortable in that role too many times for it to not be something. Um, I say that basically just because of wrestling, because wrestlers uh, can be good actors, but that's not what makes a good wrestler or a good performer in the ring. You have to come from yourself. Eh, yeah. Let me say it like that, but you know what I mean. Um, all right. So yeah, let's move on to the stuff we actually care about. Some AEW. Uh, I, Especially because I didn't watch Slammiversary. I did see that uh, AJ did a message to the Impact audience, which was interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was just like a video message. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he said. I just saw the like uh, clip of him like walking behind his couch, and then he comes in the frame, and it's like, oh, my God, it's AJ on Slammiversary, kind of. So, yeah, that's all I really know. I didn't dive into any more of the news on Slammiversary. Um, but yeah, so as far as AEW stuff, there's been a lot of stuff. Uh, I, I think where I want to start is just because we usually go by titles. Uh, mm-hmm. The top titles <laughs> going to the Young Bucks. Smart. Yeah, 
the Young Bucks to me are like that in case of emergency in tag team division, give them the titles. Like it's a break glass situation where it's like at any point you can just put those on them and they're fine. Like, um, I, I don't know if I believe this. Do you think that the original plan was for the Hardys to win that match? Uh, mm. I'm, I'm, it seems compelling to me. Like it all seems like that makes sense. Cause I feel like the betrayal was supposed to happen like it did, but yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that like, this was going to be the time where we're starting the Hardys run, like their last run as a tag yeah. team championships. And then all the shit with Jeff went down, which I like, if you want to get into it more, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm pretty much done with Jeff Hardy. Uh, this is like his 15 millionth chance with a, like fifth company and every time you push him in any real way his demons come back it's not good for him it's not good for any company he works for he really needs to get out from in front of the camera like yeah. maybe he can consult in the back but i'm kind of done with him getting chances to be an in-ring performer um part of it might be like that AEW let him do shit that he shouldn't be doing like you know the jumps and stuff and you know leads to physical pain which leads him to medicate himself that might be true. I've heard people say that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, now that we know it doesn't matter where he's working, we got to we gotta, we gotta get this done. It's too mm-hmm. many and, Yeah, uh, no, I, listen, I, I, call me jaded, pessimistic, whatever. I called it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I called it as soon as the stuff in WWE happened, I called it. Yeah, no, I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt, especially with Matt vouching for him, that it was basically a ploy to get him out of his contract that he was unhappy. I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, and maybe that was true at the time, but clearly, like I said, giving him the freedom that he had in AEW, um, I don't know if that's what did it, but something shifted at some point. So, and I'm kind no, of... I'm not willing to blame AEW for Jeff Hardy. No, I meant like letting him like jump off of shit like every week and like oh. on stuff. Like maybe like stopping that would have given us a little bit more time before the blow up. But I think the blow up is going to happen because he's just. I was going to say, come on now. I'm. <laughs> I am not willing to blame because he's, he's always been like this. I'm not willing to blame AEW yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. No. Like I said, I don't blame. I maybe blames the wrong word. I don't. Um, I'm not yeah. saying that it's their fault. I'm saying that if he wasn't allowed to do those stunts week after week, maybe we've got another six months or something before some shit went down. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but it's not the company's fault for trusting him to be an adult and a professional at this stage in his career. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. If I, if I blame them for anything, it's for hiring him in the first place. Yeah. No, I'm like I said, and I'm also I'm very um, for everybody real life shit. My mom got hit by a drunk driver, and it didn't kill her, but it basically shortened her life to four or five years. And then I had to lose my mom at 24. Um, so I really don't like drunk drivers. Yeah. If you're out there and you're drinking, don't get in a fucking car. Just don't fucking do it. Sorry, real life anger. I'm gonna let that go so we can move on to stuff that's more fun. <laughs> Yeah, man. People are idiots. That simple. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on from that what if, it, I think that probably was the idea, but I, like I said, the Young Bucks are that break glass. Like, giving them the titles does everything else that you needed it to do. It mm-hmm. leads to the betrayal with uh, Christian. Yep. Um, and I, like, as soon as I saw Jungle Boy's sister and mother there for, like, that second week in, like, a month, it's like, oh, okay, tonight's probably it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is not his hometown. This is just about Christian hurting him and then getting to look at his mom and his sister. Yeah. No, it was it was it's the right move cuz now we get to see I'm assuming we're going to see less of I don't The only thing I don't know about this and not don't know is and don't like it, just don't know is and I don't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. What I don't know what Luchasaurus does. Yeah, that's a good point because you're right. Like it, it's clearly going to be in a singles angle. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. I have no real good answer. Um, Maybe he throws could... his hands up and says, "I'm done with all this," and like just goes his own way and leaves the two of them. Maybe, or like at least for the beginning of it, you could do a thing where because they did a it was a tribute or... to the uh, ladder match with those that bump through those tables. You could take him off TV for a few weeks, so you could do stuff with Jungle Boy and Christian for a while. By yeah. What we could also do is drop the mask. Uh, and Luchasaurus becomes whoever the fuck he really is, because I don't know his name. Todd Ted Ryerson. That's some of that, yeah. <laughs> basically, basically re gimmick himself as so he's not Luchasaurus anymore, and becomes Christian's heavy. Oh, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, like do a heel turn for Luchasaurus. That would be out of left field. That'd be really yeah. And leave Jungle Boy basically all on his lonesome. And I think that would be wonders for Jungle Boy's character because I think him playing yeah. the underdog like that would be really good. And <laughs> then, uh, like it's six months to a year down the road, six months, I don't want to wait that long, six months <laughs> down the road, Jungle uh-huh. Boy goes heel. Where would he go? Would he go he, heel to join them? No, he joins MJF. Ah, oh, so you're starting the pillars. Uh, and then thing. Sammy, oh, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> Yeah. I'm actually quite frustrated. I'm, I'm I'm quite upset that my my holy vision seems like it's never going to happen, or not never, but just seems very very far away. Hey, yeah, there's still a lot of twists and turns that have to happen before we get a four pillars. Makes me very sad because I was hoping, honestly, I was hoping Jungle Boy was going to turn on Christian. Oh, and I wanted Jungle Boy to go heal. I could, I could see that. I, but yeah, I think this was the more, always the more likely scenario. And then join MJF in also being disgruntled. Right, right. Instead of being gruntled, gotcha. Um, and yeah. then two other guys also joining him after betrayals and being disgruntled. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I get and that. One of them drops their makeup. On half their face. <laughs> oh, after he trains maybe a makeup mentor figure. Exactly. Oh, like... It has all oh, like this would have been the perfect time to do it, man. Because this, cause this, like MJ, like MJF is at its hottest right now. Right. And if you make the four pillars an actual faction of these four young heels disgruntled with the company right and are the pillars of the company quote unquote and each one basically like well not mjf but like each one in turn like basically turns their back on someone Mm because it basically it could have been like it could have been jungle boy turns on christian right darby turns on sting and then like we could do like sammy Turning basically turning on Kazarian, kind of right. It would have been less impactful, but like he could have basically like just attacked Kazarian, and right. then the four of them could have joined, and they could have done the four pillar faction. Right. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And then Ty Connie could have been their their uh fucking Elizabeth, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It- I wanted to go really old school and say valet because that's sort of the role she'd be playing, but it, I think that's um, I think that's out of uh, date. I think you'd have to say manager or you know something of that like. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. So as far as this was the perfect time for it, this was yeah. it, and they blew it. I should be running AEW. <laughs> I should have Tony Khan's life. Give me the money. Give me the money. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at that at all. It's not like that can't happen. But you're right that this was an opportunity to do it. Uh, but yeah, it's not happening right this second. Um, and actually, honestly, it would have been good for Darby too, because as much as I have been enjoying Darby stuff, it doesn't feel as important as everything else on the show. Oh man, it would have been crazy. Um, crazy, I say, crazy. Well, moving, so we'll just move on to the next uh, thing because, like, I mean, we just follow the four pillars thing. So, moving on to Darby and uh, what's going on with him. 
Uh, Stain returned with an awesome attack. I really did like how Stain uh, like used his baseball bat very creatively against Kyle O'Reilly. That mm-hmm. was that made me laugh. Um, I yeah, I don't. Besides the match with Red Dragon, I guess that's where we're heading with Darby. Is just a tag match thing in yes. Darby versus Red Dragon, which should be good. Yeah, it'll uh, be fine. <laughs> it's not four pillars, but it'll be good. Whatever. It's not four pillars. Uh, and then uh, the other obvious turn which if you're not going to do the four pillars this was actually a really good idea because it wasn't working yeah he desperately needs this yeah taking Sammy Guevara first of all I for a minute there I thought really they're going to push Fuego in that way I was like holy god no I I knew that wasn't the case um, but yeah, then it's Sammy and he's joined Jericho and it's like, yeah, good, good idea because yeah, he did not have the right kind of heat on his own. It was very much, yeah. he was going to throw it away. Uh, but putting him back with Jericho will protect him and allow him to move on. So yeah, no, Jericho needs to teach him how to be a heel now. <laughs> like Sammy, you, you did good because you got them to hate you, but not in the correct way. Now, First of all, you got to start making long lists about the moves that you know and then just <laughs> saying them over and over again. Um, but yeah, no, it's, so I'm really happy with that. I think, um, yeah, I think it, it adds something to the whole Blackpool Combat Club versus J, JAS. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I well, hope I they needed to add someone because with, well, no, I don't know. I was about so I was about to say they needed to add someone because mm-hmm. of uh, Yuta coming back from New Japan. So now the good guys were going to have the advantage, right? That's not exactly the case because Danielson's like hurt or whatever, isn't he? Yeah, he. I don't know how hurt he is, but he's definitely off TV for for the moment. So yeah, yeah. yeah no, I mean, I think maybe it's for blood and guts because then you got Sammy Jericho. Hager, I don't know how many people are going to be on each team at this point. Well, that's the so. thing, because they already had five people. So it'd be six people on each team. Yeah. I mean, I, that could work. I guess, yeah. but who's the six for the faces? Like, good guys. Because it'd be Mox, Yuta, unless they had plan, unless plan, unless Danielson's coming back for Blood and Guts. That might be the plan because, um, like, I don't know how injured he was, but it wasn't like a, oh, he needs surgery or anything kind of injury. Yeah, so that's he fair. Back by the time he might, so it. he might be fine. Yeah. And that would be a nice, like, uh, bump just as, like, a surprise, well, quote-unquote surprise of him just showing up. Quote, right yeah, before quote, unquote guts. Surprise. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. I mean, I'm just trying to go through all the freaking stuff. Uh, Just a quick mention, because it's not really, didn't really have much of a blow up, but I guess we're kind of with a little bit of friction between Swerve and and, uh, Keith Lee now. We're just going to kind of go back into Team Taz versus, uh, are they calling themselves? Uh, It's the same, their tag name is the same as their finisher, but I can't remember what they called it. Uh, uh, isn't it Swerve, Swerve in their glory? Yes, yeah, Swerve in their glory. Like that's going to be their tag name, as far as I can tell from commentary, as well as the name of their finish as a tag team. So, uh, yeah. So now that they're going back to that as a tag program, which is fine. It, it that's really fine. Work. I guess they're just. I mean, I don't know. Do they just not? I guess they just don't have like an idea of what to do with them. I guess. It's it's just the problem of having so many fucking people and like Tony Khan is doing the, I think he's doing the best he can but he's got so many plates to spin that yeah. stuff just gets pushed around a lot you know oh I can see that um yeah like somebody especially for the fact that it's Pride Month like I completely forgot Sunny Kiss was there until I saw something about uh, him saying like he's just waiting his turn. Um, and hope, you know what I mean? Like, hoping mm-hmm. that Tony Khan will come back around. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, 
Like I forgot you were there and you were like a big part of what made AEW different, really different in the early days. That's yeah, that, that well, kind of an issue. Like, um, not, not, yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same company. They got, you know, they're. Yeah, yeah you're right. The rosters can almost, well, not all change, but it did change a lot. Like a lot of the people that were there in that first night are not there anymore. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's see. Which is fine. Like, I don't, no, I, maybe I, I'm in the minority, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Oh, I didn't think the change itself is a bad thing, but I think some, because of the change, some people that I think deserve a little bit more, um, screen time, like a sunny kiss. I think there's a lot of potential there for a lot of different things. Over who? Lo- lost in the shuffle. Um, well, that's, I, okay. I think mm-hmm. there's, yeah, there, but yeah. <laughs> I I think there's potential there, but I haven't thought it through. It's a very complicated problem, but yeah. I see something there that could be done. But yeah. again, you have to sit down and you have to think about it. And there's a hundred other people on the roster. There's That's- an issue. I don't have an answer, but I'm going to complain about it. Damn it! I wasn't complaining. I just said that I feel like that her and other people have gotten lost in the shuffle. That's part of the problem of having such a large roster. I don't know how to fix it, though, because I'm not as no. smart as I hope I am. It's survival of the fittest. All right. I mean, that's how I feel. Like, if, I mean, if they're going to create the best product possible, they need the mm-hmm. best people possible. So the cream's going to rise to the top. Huh. It's, not okay. like, it's not like in WWE where they're running the same, like, two matches every single week. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're seeing, for the most part, we're seeing different matches every week, and different storylines take place rather consistently. Right. So you yeah. see a good amount of people getting like, like doing stuff. It's just not right. like. And there's a fair share, despite what people want to say, because obviously there is there is a decent WWE wrestlers like in there. Like mm-hmm. there's a there's still a fair amount of of like AEW originals if you want to call them that right that are like that are in there and leading the way you know what i mean so you can't just i don't know like it's ah i guess they're just complaining that's fair like and like i said you know what i'll I'll make that a a thing for me to do before we do this again i'm gonna sit down because i really did try and think of it but it is difficult i'm gonna sit down and try and think of what i would do with sunny kiss to get sunny kiss over um, I I'm not sure. Well, what not just that one person either, because like people complain mm-hmm. about a lot of people not getting airtime right. or something like that, or like people being released, like right. fucking um, what was his name? Like like fucking everyone complaining that Marco Stunt like didn't get rehired or whatever. It's like real. What were you, <laughs> what would you do with him? That's fair. Yeah. No, I um. You're like I said. I'm not complaining overall. I'm saying that specifically, I think there's something there, but I have, I'm going to think about it. Um, but as far as like in general, yeah, people are going to be released. And actually, I really applaud Tony Khan for the way that he handles that. He doesn't just fire people um, like out of the blue once every six months, like some other yeah. companies he lets their contracts run out and pays them what he promised to pay them, but just chooses not to renew because he doesn't have anything to do with them. Right. So that, which is the way I would think a business should run because that's what a contract should be. Um, yeah. So anyway, moving on to other stuff. Uh, let's stupid see here. things, things and stupid. stupid <laughs> um, album, if you will. I'm trying to remember. Do you remember? Cause this is how, bad right now the storylines for the women's title is do you remember who thunder rose is fighting at forbidden door because i can't remember for the life of me yeah uh tony storm okay like it just literally slipped my mind because i know it's there but i just completely slipped my mind um i i think the match is going to be interesting it it took me half a second to remember that new japan has no women wrestlers hence yeah, why it's it would like, have to be yeah. They would have had to get someone from stardom, which I think would have been cool, but they didn't. Yeah. I think when, I mean, that would have been cool, but I, I'm okay with this. Because, um, I mean, well, because stardom's, 
even though they're not direct, I don't think they're directly associated. Stardom is basically like the women's wrestling New Japan. Yeah. Now, any, any event we've watched with them, if they have women's matches, they brought in women from Stardom. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but as far as that match goes, uh, the build is, again, it's not great. It's fine. It's, it's a build because of the title, really. There's not a story past the title for this segment. Yeah. Um, the match itself will be good because I know both of them are good. Oh, that did remind me. Um, mm-hmm. When Thunder Rosa fought, uh, what's her name? Uh, the problem. The, 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 Marina Shapir? Yes. Um, there was some stuff going around the internet right after that Thunder Rosa was uh, sandbagging her and trying to make her look bad. And I saw some clips really? and I could see their point. I wondered if you saw anything uh, or if it's just the internet overreacting as it tends to do. Yeah, no, it's just the internet overreacting as it tends to do. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I didn't see it myself, but I did see a clip where it's like, oh, that suplex did look like she, uh, Shafir had to basically power over Thunder Rosa. Like Thunder did not help at all. But yeah. It, also, it, like it could have been, it, it could have been something as simple. Like I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly the the suplex in question. Mm-hmm. But like, if it could also easily have just been like mistiming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of ways that that could be screwed up without it actually being, um, you know, intentional. Exactly. Yeah, people just like to find problems. Well, they're trying. Well, you know, I'll tell you what they're trying to do. They're trying mm-hmm. to connect it to the earlier stuff about Thunder Rosa being like upset or whatever. Right. So they're, they're trying to be like, oh, you know, she was upset. She's upset, so she's not like trying, or she's like making people right. look bad because she's upset or something, which is stupid. Yeah. Well, all right. So uh, next one would be the TBS title. Um, I. Yeah, I'm, it's fine. Like, it has more of a story to it than the women's title, like which is sad because it's supposed. I to be think it's about title. to get ramped up. Like I think we're about to see. Yeah, because I think we're about to see that title get put on Wardlow, and the, we're about the TBS to be... title. No, I'm oh, sorry. TNT. Sorry, sorry, got them mixed up. Yeah. Sorry, I got them. I got the two mixed up. It happens. TBS, TNT. They're both TV stations. I was going to do both the win styles next to each other, and then we can move on to the TNT one. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, totally here and with it. I'm like I said, I'm fine with the story. Like yeah, Jade, the whole Jade Cargill and the baddies thing actually gives it more of a story than the women's title does right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I'm okay with everything that's happening. I'm still not 100 sold that Athena's going to be the one to win, but it's definitely a possibility. So I guess we just have to keep our I eye just, on it. I just hope. I, I think I'm hoping more than anything. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad move. I'm just, I'm not. No, it'd be the right move. She's so uh, good, man. Like, it yeah. sucks because you're only thinking of her in WWE. You're not even thinking of her in NXT. You're just thinking of her in WWE. That's fair. Like, I, like even I in NXT, it. she was a lot better. Yeah, no, I remember her in NXT, and I did get to see her, like, really briefly in ROH way back in the day. Um, the first time yeah. I saw the oak face was legitimately shocking. Uh, like she's remember- so much better than she gets the chance to be. Yeah. Well, hopefully she gets the match and she is that good. And like they put the title on her then I'd, I'd be happy with that. So, um, all right, now we can move on to the TNT title. You think that's going to Wardlow? Um, yeah. I mean, that's where it seems to be heading. I, it, with with uh, Scorpio Sky, um, yeah, with him injured, I think it's a fair bet that they're going to try and get the title off of him. Uh, and Wardlow would be a really good pick at this point. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'd be completely okay with that. Uh, I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's not a bad idea. So, No, I think um, it's a great idea, honestly, but... Yeah. We'll see. Also, the the uh, twenty plaintiff match was a shit show. Like anybody that has ever seen wrestling, yeah, obviously. Me. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's surprising to anyone. 
I the concept itself was silly. We we're making fun of it, but the match itself, it just it didn't do anything to make World look, look stronger. It's like we've already no. seen him beat up jobbers. There's no reason to put this in the in the ring so we can see it. I agree. Yeah. I, I do. I I do agree with that completely. Like he, that was completely unnecessary. Yeah. So I'm also happy that it should be over. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't know if they have another plan for. Sterling continuing it, but I don't think they need I to. I hope not. Not nothing against him. No, like nothing against Sterling. Like, I think he's great, and I think he should continue to manage people. Yeah. No, he did a good job with what they did. It's just it was a silly concept. It yeah. just yeah. Um. All right. So what was the? Oh, I lost my train of thought because there's something else I was going to talk about right after that. Your face is a train of thought. Hmm. That him. doesn't. That doesn't help at all. Oh um, uh, man! Oh, the new title—that was what I was going to move to. The the what? What the hell is it called? The Atlantic All Atlantic All Atlantic? I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. All Atlantic Championship. So now that the field's pretty much put together, I'm going to assume that they're not going to. Miro, 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 Miro. Well, that was good. Uh, that was going to be my question, but we got to that. So, yes. Oh, my God. Dude, that <laughs> I mean, match was so good. Yeah. Between no. him and Page. Like, not, not some sort of, like, barn burner or anything, but just, like, that part, that, man, the moment when, like, Page, like, has him down, and mm-hmm. he's just, like, staring at him, yelling, like, like, where's your God now? Or whatever. <laughs> And Miro just fucking like pops up and destroys him. I'm like, let's go, let's go. Are we are we doing a really really intense face, Miro? Let's go. I'm all for so, it. So yeah, I think as far as where that's gonna go, the I think um, I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Malachi Black is going to be the one that's gonna go in for the third slot, and then it'll be. Yeah, probably somebody pretty awesome from New Japan, but I think Miro is going to be the first ever champion. I hope so. Unless something really weird happens, like you could also, honestly, out of the four people, unless there's like a really strong New Japan candidate and they really want to shock people, um, out of the four people or three other wrestlers we know, I think you could do Miro really well, but I think Malachi could also be a good chant, like first yeah. champion. I mean, obviously. So. He'd be fine. (laughs) But you really want to see Miro just take a title and just kill people with it? I really do. He's so, like, I feel like people forgot because he he was out with the injury for a while. Mm. But he's so good. Uh, Everything he does is so good. Yeah. No, I'm like I'm not one of the people who forgot. I was completely with the idea of him winning the Battle Royal and going on to become the interim AEW champion. But um, like, he's great in his promos. Mm-hmm. He's great in the ring. Like, what wife, else could you possibly want? He has a wife that's far too hot for him, and it's upsetting. Exactly. Uh, like, he's everything. <laughs> he's so good. Uh. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. And I think it's a good first step for the title, like getting a new title off the ground. Um, in fact, if all of it goes according to plan, uh, basically all the titles are going to be in a much better position than they have been recently, yeah. except for maybe the women's style, because I don't think they're going to put it on Tony Storm. Um, they mm. might, but I just don't feel the no, same. No, I doubt it. I don't think so shift uh speaking of the last title uh with the interim title uh not a lot of news got the really cool face to face i i'm still not 100 sure which way they're going i'm like i'm more leaning towards moxley as the more obvious choice to you know be the interim champion yeah but i really like the idea of tanahashi uh getting the getting the title because it's just not what you expect um it would be really interesting like honestly I did okay. I did want to ask you this. This is a very specific New Japan question that I saw online that I'm not knowledgeable enough to answer for myself. I'm scared. <laughs> Somebody pointed out that right after Forbidden Door, 
is the start of the G1 Climax. And because the G1 Climax is starting, Tanahashi can't be the interim champion because he has to be part of this tournament for five weeks. Um, Well, I... I, well, I understand that he's really big. Is there like, like, is there any reason that he couldn't not be in the tournament or be like an early elimination in the tournament? Well, right? it's not really an. It's a round robin. It's not really an elimination. I don't know how round and robin works. I thought there was a way that you can get him out of it eventually. I mean, if he like, uh, okay, but basically, so, it's a, it's everyone wrestles. Each, basically, the the way it basically works is like everyone wrestles each other once. Okay. And then there's like points. And okay. it's like the top, what is, I think it's like the top two mm-hmm. from each from each group. Like, so mm-hmm. there's two groups, I believe. I'm thinking of the G1. Like, they run all their tournaments the same. Right. But the two groups or four groups? It might be four groups. And like, I think it's like the top two from the four groups are then into like a single elimination. Okay. But before so, all that happens, you have like you have a multitude of matches. Right. So, like I understand how big he is for New Japan. Him not being in that tournament, is that something that you could see them doing or is he so integral to them that he has to be in the G1 climax? No, I think he has to be in the G1. Okay. That was the take that I got from the source that brought that up and I just wasn't sure because I'm like I feel like you can basically take anybody out of a tournament but I also don't know enough to know for sure I mean you so. can but I don't think they ever would right okay so that that seems to lean even more towards like, Mockley yeah I mean it's hard to it's hard to draw an analysis I was gonna say it'd be like the WWE taking John Cena out of like if the WWE had a tournament that they ran every year, that was basically like the biggest, most important thing that the company does every year. Right. And, and like, and John Cena was still wrestling full time. Right. And they decided basically like, oh, we're not going to have you do it this year. Right. It just makes no sense. If he's if you're quote unquote ace, because like remember, Tanahashi is basically the John Cena of New Japan. Right. No, Only he didn't go off and do movies. He's still he's still their full time full time wrestler. Right. All right. Yeah. So that does seem to like yeah, basically confirm that Moxley is going to win just because Probably. they're not going to put the interim title on somebody that has to go away for five weeks. Yeah, I mean, no, probably it, not. Unless Tanahashi wants to do like a crazy fucking schedule, because that would be insane. I um, don't see that happening with the injuries and everything that he's accrued. Yeah. So, all right. So that I think if you're doing DraftKings, that might be a good a good bet then. Moxley's a pretty safe <laughs> bet. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Eighth. I'm trying to think if there's any other storylines or big stuff, but I don't think so because it's mostly just around the titles. Oh, well, I, we should mention Hookhausen. Um, I I love that promo. Like I I love everything about Hookhausen, but Danhausen coming in just like all pumped to destroy somebody, and then Hook just saying "I got it" and walking away <laughs> is like awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, like everything about that is making me so happy. I can't wait for them to beat FTR for every tag champion. That's something we didn't mention. Um, we've got our shot at FTR being a three-time champion at once. Because uh, at, uh, at Forbidden Door, it's FTR, Rapongi Vice, and uh, whoever, it's uh, the, um, the Empire, uh, Jeff Cobb and... Uh, Cobb and Great O'Conn. Great O'Conn. It's for the New Japan tag titles and the ROH tag titles. Oh, man. So, like, they couldn't... (laughs) They couldn't throw the AAA tag titles in there because that's, you know, that's Triple H's company. Although, if I were Tony Khan, I'd be like, listen, I will give you some money if that's what you need for me to make this for all three titles just because. Just because I think that would be fun. Man. Especially if FTR... 
Oh, you know what? Mm. Maybe FTR is not going to win. Maybe that's why the AAA titles aren't also on the line. Maybe. I mean, Triple Mania is coming up, right? Or did it already happen? Oh, I don't know. I just remember seeing something online, but it might have already happened. So, like, I saw that Matt Hardy was supposed to be there with Jeff, and obviously that didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it might have already happened because uh, um, Matt Hardy's replacement partner was Johnny Hardy, uh, Johnny Elite. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. So, um, but yeah, so as far as, like, the that, that match, I – I would love to see our um, FTR have all three belts. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if not, we get new ROH champions, which is crazy. So I'm hoping it will happen, mm-hmm. but the only re- man, I'm I'm actually worried that it won't though now because the AAA titles aren't also on the line. I think I think they could have easily been uh, unless AAA. I mean, AAA also might just be a bunch of douchebags, but like I feel like if Tony Khan's like, listen. The triple the titles aren't get aren't changing hands. Right, like they're still going to be on FTR. There's no reason for us not to say that on the line. From what I've gathered, like, and this is all dirt sheet, but from what I've heard, um, like when Kenny Omega had the the uh, championship, they were very, very, very protective of like when he got to lose that title to the point where like he wanted to, I think if I remember correctly, the story was he wanted to lose it to Andrade in Mexico and they were like, no, until like the last minute. So it could just be that they're not willing to let anybody book their championships. Doesn't matter. Like they have to decide when that title comes off to FTR. That's very possible. So yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what happens, but yeah, I think that's about it. I'm very excited about forbidden door. It's only a week away. Um, well, less than a week now, so uh, um, should be good. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited to see uh, uh, Will Osprey versus Orange Cassidy. It was we talked about. It. It's not a match either oh, of us yeah. were looking for, but now it's like, oh yeah, that that that's going to be interesting. That's going to be cool. It's going to be so good. I have a bad feeling about any kind of Okada match. Uh, from some stuff I've heard that apparently he's going to have a kid like like right around the same day like oh really yeah so like there's other life stuff that's going to keep him from being able to do it um, uh, oh okay oh yeah. maybe that's why he dropped the title to jay white yeah that's what i that's the whole thought is like his wife is due really close to forbidden door so chances are he won't be a part of it and uh that's probably why i lost the title yeah Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That's fine. That, that's understandable. I feel like I am interested to see who Jay White ends up going against now that he's basically said not Adam Page or Adam Cole. Um, it, yeah. Or like if it were there to be, I'd say, okay, that's leading to a triple threat match, obviously. But because it's AW, it's not 100% cut and dry. So, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, By the way, I didn't get a chance to ask you. But mm-hmm. since you've never really, since you don't really ever have a chance to watch him wrestle, uh-huh. what did you think? Of, what have you thought of Will Ospreay since you've been able to watch him this week? I um, he's so I've, fucking good, isn't he? Yeah, I've always been impressed with what I have seen of him. But yes, no, this week he's like, oh yeah, no, they really need to make this happen more for American TV because he also, is that good. Yeah. Also, speaking of which, I know we've kind of already known because he's had a lot of singles matches lately. But dude, Hardwood, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, if I like, I'm glad FTR is still around. But mm-hmm. if something had happened, yeah, and FTR was gone, he would have been fine. Holy Hardwood, shit. Hardwood is definitely like he reminds me so much now, even more so than he ever did of Arn Anderson because like Arn Anderson was such a great tag team guy. But when he needed to turn on in singles wrestling, he was as good as anyone in his era. Like, as yeah. good as Flair, as good as Steamboat. It was just a matter of he usually was the tag team guy. Right. Like, God, I think so, he's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Be, like, um, that's basically my reaction every time I see him in a singles match. Is like, is just jaw dropping. Just, oh, oh yeah, oh no, he's he's. 
He's great. Holy think- is he great. I don't think you. I don't think you forgot this, but I do want to also point out, especially when I saw them fight each other. Catch Wheeler's right there with him. It's just oh, for yeah. some reason Catch Wheeler doesn't get as many chances to go off into singles. Yeah, no, sometimes. for sure. <laughs> like, um, Which is a shame because he, he he's he is also amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All he right. Just doesn't so, get the chance to do it. I don't really have a like a question for this week. Um, just I hadn't thought of one. Uh, do you happen to have anything you want to like ask as a question by any chance? Um, hmm. Well, here, uh, here's one just out of the blue. Okay. While we're on the while we're on the uh, talk of tag team wrestlers as singles competitors. Okay. In the history of tag teams uh-huh. that did not break up. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, I'm saying, like, you can't count, like, Janetti and Michaels. Right. Because that's yeah. just not fair. In the world of in the world of actual tag teams that, like, stayed together, uh-huh. who do you think had the best singles competitors like counting both tag team partners together. Like, who do you think had the two best singles competitors? Okay, so you, who are the best um, singles by themselves, but are also a good tag team? Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, right? Because well, obviously, we're not talking. We're talking about real tag teams, right? Well, a couple that come to mind right away. There's two that come to mind. I don't know if I want to make either the answer, but one we've already mentioned: Arn and Tully. Um, are That's really one. good. Uh, another one from the same era, British Bulldog and Dynamite Kid. Mm. Um, hmm, I don't know. There's, there's like a lot of times the tag team is really good when it's two guys. Like at first, if you were just like, like pick out one guy that was really good, uh, like the best singles guy that was a part of a tag team, I was gonna say like Earthquake because. Yeah, his career kind of went up and down, but he was really good at one point. It's just he, he had a lot of bad booking. Yeah, um, no, I figured I figured just picking one might be too easy. I yeah. was, so that's why I just specifically wanted it to be two, like both guys in the tag team. Another okay, so another really good one. This one's kind of a cheat in itself because one of them had really good singles stuff before, um, but I think the other one's kind of slept on. Um, IRS and Ted DiBiase. Ooh, that's, an, that's a pretty solid choice. Yeah, because IRS was just a really great in-ring wrestler. Again, really shitty booking for most of his career, um, yeah. but he was really, really solid. And I don't think anybody needs to be sold on Ted DiBiase. So there's a few from the golden era I can think of. Um, also, of course, Hogan and Brutus Beefcake, uh, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any um, uh, tag teams off of your in your mind? Well, so hmm. oh, tough. I want to. I want to say also just moving up in eras because it it does happen a lot now that I'm going through the list of all these tag teams in my head. Um, another good one, prob- you could probably say, would be the Dudleys. Uh, the problem um, with them is that Devon never really got over as a singles. It wasn't yeah. that he wasn't good, but he didn't get anywhere near what Bubba got. So uh, that's fair. Yeah. And you could make the argument for the APA because, I mean, even though younger people might not realize this, Ron Simmons being a former world champion years before he ever got with Branshaw and then Branshaw mm-hmm. going off ABL. That's pretty yeah. Cool. No, that's a very good one, too. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I actually, so I do have a few ideas and now I don't know if these guys count because they did break up shit. Although, yeah, if we're going with not break up, APA did break up eventually. Yeah, shit. Uh, well, crap. Oh yeah, because that's kind of the whole point of the question. Because I was because I was gonna say like oh obviously you can go like Edge and Christian 
because mm-hmm. they both were multiple, you know, they had world titles between the two of them and everything. But at right. the same time, it's like, yeah, but they, they broke up, you know what I mean? So right. they had the opportunity to do that. Right, they were just broken up by circumstances. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess my whole point is like, like these, like these options, like these choices didn't necessarily like get the chance to, I guess, like show off. Right. In singles because they were always a tag team. Right. You're thinking of like guys that were right a tag team, but um, it, you didn't find out later that they were good. They were like really solid as a tag team, but because they were a tag team, they were never thought of on the same level as like singles guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that um, kind of makes it tough because when you really think about it, most tag teams do eventually break up, even right. if they're together for a long time. Especially if they're like super talented because that's the whole point. If they're super that's talented, the bookers yeah. want to spread that around. Exactly. Shit. Hmm. You, you had to come up with a possible question. Um, I didn't, man. Hmm. Ah, now I don't know. Shit. Um, you could, uh, you could make the argument for the, uh, the road warriors. Um, but they're yeah. not like, like they're great, um, for what they did, but they're not like great tacticians, but they were both really great for what they were, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Mm. I'm just trying to think. Trying to think of tag teams that didn't really break up that were if they were dead yeah. it was because of circumstances beyond their control. Right. I know. Uh, yeah, hmm. The Rock and Roll Express, like Ricky Morton and uh, Robert Gibson, they're both really good. Hey man, room. give them time; they might break up. <laughs> they're still doing it. Yes, you're right. They're still doing <laughs> it, so they might break up eventually. Who knows? Like if, at their like 60th reunion, I was going to say 50th, but we might be close to that. Like their 60th anniversary as a tag team, like. Robert Gibson finally gets sick of Ricky Morton's shit and just exactly. beats the fuck out of him. Yeah, exactly. We don't know. That might happen. Give it uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them are really good in the in the ring. And I mean they they are synonymous as the tag team. You don't think of them yeah. apart. So Yeah, no, it's very fair. Um hmm. This I, might not be a fair one because they were all singles guys, but the New Day also. Because they never, they've never broken up. They've been moved apart because of other things, but they never broke up. And they obviously. Oh, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. How about? You know what? On that same vein, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if people will agree with me or not. I think they're actually underrated as singles competitors. Mm. But the Usos. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. I think just because they're twins and everything, you know, they're never going to get the chance really to do much singles competitors stuff. But like, I think it was Jay who was doing the stuff with Roman for a little bit. And like that didn't, I mean, it didn't go great, but the in ring stuff though was, was good. Like they've, they're both. So they're both really, really good in ring. Right. Yeah, that's fair. They're basically, them and the New Day are basically the only two WWE tag teams that I would ever say are like are top in the world. Right, like, like modern wrestling. tag teams. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are the only two. Well, that's also because they're basically the only two tag teams that still exist as far as I can tell. So <laughs> No, is it really is are they really? I don't like. I don't pay a lot of attention, but it seems like a lot of the teams that I knew when I was paying attention, if they're there, they've been broken up. Like it doesn't uh-huh. seem like they're keeping a lot of people together. Oh, well, that kind of ruins it for me. But still, like the fact that still the the fact still remains that I think both, especially the Usos, man. Like I, I would want to. I would want to see the Usos in a tag match with like. Like it would be dream matches for me to watch for so many, and just because they've been in the WWE this whole time, I think what what maybe like makes the case for me is like they've only been in the WWE, so we've only seen them wrestle 
basically like the WWE style or whatever. Mm-hmm. Despite that, I've I think they have shown that they are so talented that they would have a five star tag team match with like any of the top tag teams, even right. though they've only though even though we've never seen them get the opportunity to. You know what I mean? Right. That's fair. And there is something like, to be said um, just on the fact that they are a top tag team like that, have only wrestled a B-style, have been doing it now for like eight years. And this a company. whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this whole time it's been in in like the worst days of WWE tag team wrestling. That's what I was going to say. In a company that clearly hates tag team wrestling yeah. or doesn't value it as much as you might want. So. Well, not only that, because I don't think they've ever really valued it that much. But like, even despite that, they're they're doing it in a time where it's it's basically like at its worst. Yeah, I, I will tell you. I'll give you one example to show you that there was a time when it was different. Um, if you go back to Survivor Series 1988, it's not a good match, but there's a ten on ten tag team match where it's like five tag teams on both sides. And that means they had that many tag teams that all had their own gimmicks, all had their own oh, like, yeah. personalities. So there was a point where it was, it was definitely there. It's just not there for decades, basically. No. Well, I mean, even in the 90s, like, even in the late 90s and early 2000s, you had, you had a number of tag teams. Yeah, but even so, that's still like two decades ago at this point. That was like so. the height of, yeah, and, and that was like the height of tag team wrestling in the WWE. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it, it's just one of those things. But um, yeah, I think that I think those are a lot of good choices. Uh, the fun part for me is going to be trying to uh, phrase this question when I put it out to the people. But uh, I'll do my best. Um, yeah, I good hope luck. everybody. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to answer that question, go to uh, you can answer it on the Anchor app. Um, there will be a Twitter uh, tweet. Where you can reply, you can answer it on TikTok. I usually put up a video asking the question. Uh, basically, find us on social media, answer the question, and we will talk about your answer. Uh, do it, cowards. Yeah, do it. We don't even care, but do it. Seriously, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it. Do it. seriously. Please? Please? <laughs> oh, God, please. Uh, so, um, yeah. And then, um, all right, so next week... We haven't really decided what we're going to do. I don't like. I gave you two options the other day. Did you? Did either one of those sound good to you, offhand? Um, uh, remind me of what they are because I can't look at them on my phone, and I've had a uh, day. It was <laughs> sorry. It was to do the next three episodes of Pokemon, um, or I think I said uh, Vader and WCW. Uh, oh. Hmm. Vader and WCW? You mean Vader and New Japan? No, we already did New Japan. We did Vader and Vader Japan. Oh, we already did. Oh, okay. I could have sworn we already did Vader WCW. I think that was the first one we did was Vader and Vader Japan. We decided to do WWF, which is where we watched the Shawn Michaels stuff. And uh, yeah, the one we haven't done because I know for a fact which one I'm going to pick as far as the WCW match, and we have not watched it yet. As far as so okay yeah let's do that then okay all right so there you go so it'll be the final in a trilogy that's taken us about a year and a half um plus the boy meets world episode so there's like a lot of vader content i think we're the number one vader podcast unless (laughs) unless there's another podcast that's very niche out there that i just haven't discovered i think we are the number one vader podcast come at us Uh, bro yeah, come at us and let us go on your podcast to talk about your very niche subject because we love Vader and wrestling and need people to listen to us. So please come at us and write us at chaospodshow at gmail.com and we will respond in a timely manner to your invitation. Um, also, everybody can write that for uh, questions, concerns, comments. Uh, you know, If you have an idea for a show, I said it uh, last Monday. Um, if the first five people that uh, write us with a suggestion, I will do as long as it won't get me kicked off of airwaves, basically. So, yeah. 
let's see. Next week for Chaos Final Frontier, it's going to be Star Trek Generations, the movie. Uh, I, I'm so excited. If you don't, if it doesn't immediately click in your head which one that is, it's the first um, Star Trek movie that was done with the Next Generation cast, but it's also the only movie that crosses over with William Shatner and Patrick Stewart in the same place, the same time. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Malcolm McDowell, just watch watch it with us. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Thanks, Derek Bowman, for the theme song. Follow us on Twitter at uh, Chaos Pod Show. Follow me at Last Gilchrist One or at Last Gilchrist on TikTok. And um, I guess we'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, wait! Before you do, no, before you do the deuces, I just I remembered. Bonus episode this Friday. Uh, Small soldiers. Check it out. All right, go ahead. I really wanted to be like, oh no, not again. No, but I'm not going to do that to you. So good night, everybody.